to Luther's world of cryptids, ghosts, and the unexplained. If you're into strange things that fly above us in the skies, or creepy things that go bump in the night, then you have come to the right place. Much like cryptid creatures or folklore tales, they all have a home here, and so do you in Luther's world. Chapter number 18. And I never thought it would happen to me. Real stories told by the people that had the experiences. We're going to hear a little experience about, for me, a UFO experience that I'll get into in a minute. And after that, we're going to hear from Kylie King as she's going to tell us about some ghostly whispers in a radio that maybe had a mind of its own. Now we're going to jump into my story. So one night I'm driving to my grandmother's house to see her. And it should have been about an eight-hour drive or so. I'm driving through Alberta near Saskatchewan. And it's about, I'd say, 2, 3 a.m. Um, hadn't seen a car. The roads are straight. You could have a nap and still just keep driving. So I'm driving straight. Haven't seen anybody forever. Super, super pitch blackout. Um, it's just like farm fields. As I'm driving, I see like a round ball, but it's super bright. It is not a star. It's not a plane. There's no blinking red lights. It's just white. But it's up as I'm driving, so um, it's up this over here, right here, in the, my corner of my windshield. I'm driving. I'm going straight, so I'm not turning anywhere. It's hovering there. Driving, all of a sudden it goes over to this side. And I didn't turn. I'm still going straight. It's hovering. It's way up, but I can see it. Still driving. It's enough of catching my attention. All of a sudden it goes back to there. Stops. Driving. Back to there. Stop. I'm like, just watching this. It's not, and it's not moving anywhere. It's just going super fast and then stopping. And then it goes back to this side again. I'm watching this. And then it goes kind of to the middle, like fast. like, And then it was gone. It was crazy I don't know what I saw I'm gonna say I saw a UFO because that means unidentified flying object and that's what I saw definitely not a plane definitely not a star helicopters could hover what they'd be out there that late or that be that bright the only reason I don't think it's a helicopter is because it went so quick to the other side of my windshield I don't know but little side note to this um, I only stopped to get gas that was it I think I stopped once maybe twice I can't remember um, I got to my grandma's house and it took me well over 13 hours it should have only taken me like eight which was crazy but I don't really you know it is what it is um, yeah anyways I saw a big light in the sky um, I'm Kylie King um, I have like two crazy experiences that I had. The one was more recent. So I was living with one of my wrestling buddies at the time and he was away that weekend. So I was in the house by myself and I remember I woke up at like 2 a.m. and there was whispering in my room and I'm just like, what the hell, what the hell? 
So there's whispering in my room and it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And then of course, like I have the mentality, like if I stay under my blanket, I'll be safe. If I stay under my blanket, I'll be safe. So I'm just like frozen under my blanket, not moving, not making a sound. So the, the whisper gets louder and louder and louder. And then all of a sudden my alarm clock, which I always have set to the beeper, never the radio, my alarm clock just turned on and like, but it wasn't a radio station. It was a man talking. Like it's not, it was almost like a trucker channel, but it's, it was in my room. Like it was right next to me. It was insanely terrifying. And then like, I finally, I think I laid there frozen for like an hour and the sounds just kept like coming in and out. And then finally I whipped out my phone and just put the flash on and looked up and the room was empty. I reached across the thing. I hit my alarm and the, and the voice stopped. It was, it was one of those things where like, I was asleep, but I was awake and I was terrified. And I, I just laid frozen. Like it was like my body turned to ice. It was really weird. And like, like I said, I've only had like two experiences. So for me, like it's not like a thing I get into all the time. Like I imagine things. So like when that happened, I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I don't know. It was, ugh. Yeah. If you have a story that you want to share on the show, film yourself telling your tale or write it out in full detail and email it to me at luthersworldmail at gmail.com and we'll use it on a future chapter. Next up is the devil himself, Drexel. This is Defining the Unknown. Greetings and salivations. I'm Drexel, homicidal artist and king of Northwest hardcore, and I'm here to define the unknown on Luther's world. And today's word of the day is Windigo. The Wendigo appears in many Native American languages and has alternative translations, but the source of the English word is the Ojibwa word Wendigo. See, the Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of First Nations based in the East Coast forests of Canada, uh, the Great Plains, and the Great Lakes of the United States. Although descriptions can vary somewhat, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent, cannibalistic, supernatural being strongly associated with the winter, the north, coldness, famine, and starvation. And unlike Hollywood representation as a, a big, beefy, shape-shifting beast with antlers, First Nation tribes often describe the Wendigo as a gaunt to the point of emaciation with skin pulled tightly over its bones and the bones pushing out against its ash gray complexion of death with eyes pushed back deep into the sockets like a fresh skeleton come back from the grave. Some traditions, humans overpowered with greed could turn into Wendigos, while other sources say Wendigos were created when a human resorted to cannibalism to survive. Uh, either way, the Wendigo is known to invoke feelings of insatiable greed and hunger, the desire to cannibalize other humans, and as well as a propensity to commit murder in those that fall under its influence. Hmm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I like to stab people. I got a Wendigo possessing me. Probably not. I mean, it's probably just munchies, but whatever. Luther, where you at?
the paper trail stories sent in by you. Luther added me. Hey bud, I saw this UFO about 20 years ago. It was a giant triangle with bright lights all around it. The drawing in this video are pretty accurate. Oh, he sent in a video. I have to try to go find it. It was about 2 a.m. and I was getting ready to sleep when I saw it out my window. It was slowly and ominously gliding away from my view into the night sky. I had a view of it for maybe 10 minutes at most. I could tell that it was massive and about two stories high. I am 30 minutes south of Chicago in Hinsdale and was 20 at the time. I researched it one night and found the video I linked. Apparently it was seen by a lot of people and even seen in other countries. But I can no longer find the wiki. Jason. You my friend saw a UFO. That is super cool. What's going on guys? Alan Angels aka 5 of the Dark Order from AEW here. Here to read Luther's Mail. My supernatural experience. My husband, two daughters, and myself lived in an old house that was built during the Civil War and on top of a cemetery. This was verified by some historian group. The house was located on the Manassas battlefield in Virginia. There were several occurrences during that seven years we lived in the house. My first experience was a little girl laughing. I thought it was my niece visiting, but when I looked for her, there was no one there. I heard her several times during the time we lived there. We could smell food cooking, see shadows moving along the walls and going up the stairs. We could hear footsteps, footsteps upstairs all the time. My daughters were young when we lived there. My youngest daughter always talked about how her friend that played, how about her friend that played with her in her room. We could hear her playing and talking to someone all the time. And if we had visitors over that our housemates didn't like, they made sure the people knew it. Guests could feel breath on their skin. The lights would go out or the TV would turn off. Doors would shut on their own, all sorts of things. I knew the house was occupied, but I was never scared. We all got used to it and made room for the family living with us. Thanks for reading. Be well. Glory. Blue collar badass J.D. Drake, AEW superstar, if that's what you want to call me. I mean, you can call me whatever you want to, but it's, it's what I was told to say. Uh, got some more fan mail here for Luther. This one doesn't have a name, but he's a Cajun fella. I was born in southern Louisiana. I still live there to this day. Growing up, I'd heard stories about a creature, a cryptid called the Rougarou. I was told it hunted down Catholics who broke the rules of Lent. I wasn't really Catholic or even Christian, but the stories I heard still frightened me. This story happened to me when I was 12 years old. It was 2014, and I was playing in the woods near my house with a friend. We got lost, and after wandering around for about 10 minutes, we saw this dark shape in the distance. It was standing on two legs, so we thought it might have been a person someone who could help us. But as we got closer, we realized that the figure was covered in this matted fur. And it more closely resembled an animal than a human. I believe what I saw to be a Rougarou. We bolted before it could even notice us. And just kept running in a straight line 
and we broke free from the forest and found our way home. I'm not sure if I even believe what I saw, but that night I didn't sleep at all. No one believes me when I tell this story. And my friend has chosen to pretend it didn't even happen. So that's my story. I mean, you saw what you saw, bud. You may have saw a Rougarou. You may have saw a Sasquatch. You may have saw a Bigfoot. But you saw something. I would like to thank all my guests. Thank everybody that sent in stories. Thank my storytellers. Um, and most importantly, I want to thank you. The viewers. So until next time, let the chaos run strong. It's a day creeping.